Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Businesses in Myanmar defied government warnings and joined a nationwide protest yesterday. Google served up a strong fourth quarter with a stock split on the side. Plus, plant-based meats were all the rage. But last year, the novelty wore off. Personally, I think it's really down to taste. I've tried a lot of things out in the market, and I've been disappointed. The FT's Emiko Terrazono explains why sales have gone from red hot to room temp. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Google's parent company Alphabet beat Wall Street's revenue expectations by a cool $3 billion last quarter. Alphabet reported earnings yesterday. It saw a bit of a slowdown from quarter to quarter, but still posted a 32% increase in revenue over the year. But the big news is that Alphabet announced a 20-for-1 stock split, so every share will turn into 20 shares. But the price will reflect the split so that the company's market capitalization will stay the same. It is only Alphabet's second stock split in the 18 years since the company went public. The move still needs to be approved at Alphabet's annual meeting in July. The company's share price shot up more than 8% in after-hours trading on the announcement. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the military coup in Myanmar. Despite threats from the junta, businesses shut down and marked the day by joining a nationwide silent strike. Here's the FT's John Reed. Some, you know, smaller businesses did keep their doors open and put out little symbolic displays, maybe with one item. These were sort of smaller traders because they were worried about repercussions from the regime. But the fact that so many people took part shows you that, how do I put it? I mean, you know, fear has evaporated, diminished, um, and or people see strength in numbers when a mass protest like this is held. John says the military coup, along with the pandemic, have been devastating for Myanmar. The World Bank estimates the country's economy is 30% smaller than it would have been otherwise. John said output shrank because of all the protests and general unrest and many people going underground. You could call it a nationwide insurrection against the military that's gaining in in violence and force. And that means an even bigger challenge for the international community if they hope to ever mediate this horrible conflict. The battle lines are very starkly drawn between the military and the people of Myanmar who see the military as terrorists and uh, not a force to be negotiated with. The FT's John Reed covers Myanmar from his post in Bangkok. Sales of alternative meat products have sizzled over the past few years, especially since the successful 2019 IPO of the company Beyond Meat. The following year, industry sales grew nearly 50%. I think it really caught on with the consumer because of climate change and environment and people wanting to do the right thing. But our commodities correspondent, Emiko Terrazono, reports that sales of plant-based meat products have flattened. I've got her on the line to talk more about the industry's future. Hi, Emiko. Hi. So, Emiko, what was the appeal of these plant-based meats? I remember there being such a a big boom in this industry during the early stages of the pandemic. Yeah, I think one of the big things with plant-based meats is that, you know, it's not coming out of a slaughtering house. But also, 
right in the, at the start of the pandemic, when things started shutting down, people rushed to buy things like oat milk and plant-based meat. And that was really interesting at the time and surprising as well. I guess they thought, people thought, what can we buy that we can put in our freezers or we can put in our, on our shelves, we can put it in our pantries, and it will, you know, it will keep. But Emiko, after so much growth, U.S. sales fell, U.K. sales fell, although there you know, was a bit of a comeback. You know, why do you think this is happening? Well, personally, I think it's really down to taste. I've tried a lot of things out in the market, and I've been disappointed. I've tried them, but I've, nothing's been so compelling for me to go back and say, yeah, I'll buy that again. Um, talking to analysts for our story, um, some people said, well, you know, if you stock up on these things and then you have a chance to read the label really carefully, you'll see these names, ingredients and names that you've never heard of, you know, things like methyl, methyl cellulose. What the hell is that? Um, so I think that put a lot of people off as well. So how are companies responding to the slowdown in sales? I think this is where the larger companies step in, those with the real... R&D muscle, the, the, the amount of investment that's going in. A colleague, Judith Evans, and I sat in on a tasting with Nestle, who had an array of things to let us taste. I mean, okay, it was very experimental still. Things like smoked salmon made out of algae or hams made out of plant-based peas. But it was remarkable, the stuff they were doing. So, Amika, are the big corporations like Nestle becoming big players in the industry now, or is it still the Beyond Meat types? It started off with the small startups, and Beyond Meat started off as a, a very small outfit, as did Impossible. I think the big guys saw that this was a very attractive marketing proposition. So they are now, most of them are in it, the big names, Nestle, Unilever, who we spoke to for our piece, Tyson, the meat company, it's now calling itself a protein company. I think, you know, they're smart enough to see, well, you know, you've got to diversify at a, at a time when population growth is happening. There's not going to be enough land or, um, or resources to feed everyone. But at the same time, you've got still got money going in and there are a lot of startups still coming in. So it's a really lively, active area. It'll be interesting to see what this sort of sales pause or growth, sales growth pause actually, you know, results in. Uh, will we see bankruptcies? Will we see M&A? That is what some of the analysts are expecting. So long term, Emiko, do companies still think that plant-based meat alternatives will become mainstream or at least become a profitable enough product that they are going to keep investing in it? I think they do. I think down the line. I don't know what that, what kind of timescale they're thinking of. But, you know, you've got this, at this tasting we went to, you had the CEO come out and say, for every animal protein, and I think also that includes fish, there will be a plant alternative. And these big companies, they're so bureaucratic, they're not going to put the CEO in front of journalists to say that. So I, I think they are putting a lot on the line. How soon that will happen, it's anyone's guess. Emiko Terrazono is the FT's commodities correspondent. Thanks, Emiko. Thanks. All right, before we go, more food news. This time on the cake front, Colin and Cuthbert have reached a truce. 
Colin is actually a chocolate cake shaped like a caterpillar that, I've been told passionately on Twitter, has graced many British children's birthday parties. Marks and Spencer makes it, but the cake war began when the discount food retailer Aldi came out with a mighty similar chocolate caterpillar cake named Cuthbert. Marks and Spencer launched legal action, and just yesterday, the two parties agreed to a secret peace treaty. Marks and Spencer would only say that it felt Colin was now protected, but here's the icing on the cake. Aldi's response, Cuthbert is free and looking forward to seeing all his fans again very soon. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.